and welcome everybody to another episode of the Worldwide Knicks podcast. It's episode number 73. Three are the, the number of wins we had this week as well. So, uh, Alex, how are you feeling about these uh, two, three wins? How is oh, this? Yeah. You're missing negative? You're Dev missing negative? Devastated, devastated, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I was Mr. Positive up until last week and I just got the, ner the nerves kicked in and yeah, I don't, I don't know what happened. So... Just had a, a little bit of a wobble. Um, I lost all faith for a moment. Um, but yeah, 3-0. How can you be sad at that? Let's go. If you if you being negative means the Knicks win every single game, you be yeah. all the negative you want. Yeah, because, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, is, uh... I'll be to toxic Alex for a few weeks until we get through this tough stretch. <laughs> <laughs> blaming Tibbs, blaming Randall, blaming everyone. Yeah, you, you do that. It's uh, it's the way to win. It's what we needed, and we we didn't know. So again, three three wins this week. We beat the Hornets. We passed by, squeaked by the Pistons in a, whoo, and a, yeah. a stinker there. And uh, and the second game of the back, back to back, of course, it's uh, it's our new name, New York back to back Knicks. Um, we play the Raptors and Toronto. And we beat the Raptors. And to me, in somewhat convincingly, we didn't struggle. Second game of the back-to-back, -back, and we managed to to win the game. Fairly comfortable. Um, so, yeah, what's, what is watching these three games, Alex? Uh, Mr. Negative, what, what do you... What do you think? What do you thought? What what are, what are your thoughts on this? Oh my God, I can't even speak. I, I think I've told I'm you. Too excited. This before, but uh, but friend, friends of the pod, the um, the New York Knicks podcast guys, Mark and Jay, they used to joke about you know what if they were the hosts of like the Warriors pod and things. You know, they just log on each week and they just be going, "Yep, yep, three great wins, guys." Uh, Right, see you next week. <laughs> you know, that every pod would be like a, a minute long, and that's how I could have feel this week. It's just like everything's rosy. So, um, but yeah, still lots to talk about as always. There's always drama, always uh, something going on in New uh, York. Man. So it's um, Knicks. It's the Knicks. There's exactly, drama. Yeah. There's gonna be drama. Yeah, yeah. As I said, the, ne the nerves kicked in a little bit this week. The Pistons game. I don't, I don't know if I ever got to the point in the Pistons game. I was worried, but I was certainly like, eh, you know, this would be a bit of embarrassing. Like, I think we've we've beaten every team that's got a losing record this season. Um, but, you know, that's not the sort of record that's going to last all year. So, um, yeah, it was going to be one of those kind of horrible games where you're just like, how did we end up losing that, Do you know? The, especially that first quarter, I don't know. It was like watching, just watching like kind of like bad high school basketball, you know, where they were just throwing the ball all over the places. You were throwing it in the crowd. They were tripping over the ball. It was just they just didn't look like an NBA team at all. Um, it was so bad. It was so bad that game. And you had a a forty two point game from Jalen Brunson. And a near triple double from Julius Randle. And it was still so bad. We played so poorly. Yeah, it, it was. I mean, that shocking. That often, that often happens against these teams, you know. Where, and I know it's a terrible thing for professionals, you know, talk about professionals in this way. But you know, having sometimes they struggle to get up against these these kind of teams, you know, that are just so bad that 
your level drops to their level, um, just just kind of naturally. They think they can just walk the game and, and suddenly they hit a few threes and they're back in the game and before you know it, they're actually leading. And, you know, it's it, it's hard to control sometimes, but I think it's just a natural reaction that they kind of bring you down to their level a little bit. And I think that's all it was. Um, but then, yeah, as, as the last week we talked about, you know, good adjustments made. Um, and yeah, the kind of quality sh- shone through in the end. So it's yeah, the game against the Pistons was absolutely the, the stinker of these three. I mean, the game against the game against the Hornets uh, that clinched our uh, our quarterfinal uh, ticket to the in, NBA in season ter- in season tournament. So let's let's see how how, how that goes. Um. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we beat the Hornets. Uh, I mean, it's it's, it's tough to see RJ Barrett struggling a bit offensively. It's uh, tough to see Mitchell Robinson, who's been a little bit out of it in terms of rebounding. Teams are really uh, putting bodies on him, trying to prevent him from getting those rebounds. And he's it seems like a, a he's struggling a bit. But even even a game against the the Hornets, Jalen Brunson had twelve points. Like and there's mm-hmm. and we beat him by by so many points. We had a, a a good game against the Hornets. By the way, uh, linking to the what we talked last week with Miles Bridges, I love that he got booed in New York. Yeah, I just uh, good on the New York that. fans. You, know? you, you yeah. knew the New York fans wouldn't let you down with that kind of thing. So yeah, I I love that not, he did that. I think he kind of felt it because it was. Mm. You see some highlights from the Hornets, and he's playing well. Um, but against the Knicks, he did, it wasn't that effective. Uh, well, no, no, no. Lamelo clearly hurts them. But mm. yeah, the game against the Pistons was a. Uh, it, it was a Jalen Brunson so show. It's that it forty two points, and he carried this to to another victory. Basically, uh, Randall had a. Few ups and downs that game. It was a, a, a perfect Julius Randle game with the everything uh, from him: the bad, the good, the great, the terrible. Um, yeah, and then the game against the Pistons, uh, the, against the, the Raptors, to me was a, a very solid game from the from the Knicks. Uh, the bench: Divincenzo with 21 points, Josh Hart with, with 17. Um, it was amazing. Uh, Brunson had a solid game. Julius Randle was an assist shy of the triple double, and uh, well, RJ Barrett couldn't find it. Couldn't find the, the 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 basket, no matter how much he tried. Missed dunks, missed layups, everything. But as I tweeted, this is a game. Uh, Randle had nine assists. Brunson had eight, and RJ had six. So they were sharing the ball, passing the the ball around, and getting the 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 open shot that Divincenzo hits every single one of those open shots. And yeah, well, Obi's gone. Well, we have Vincenzo. <laughs> um, just, just, just a quick note there. Um, uh, I just remembered that uh, Miles Bridges' contract is up next summer, unrestricted free agent. That'll be an interesting one as to, first of all, will the Hornets extend him? And if not, is there anybody willing to take that kind of, that kind of contract on? Or- they will. They will. They will take him on. He he's in the league, so teams will will accept him. Will 
continue like nothing happened. Uh, if it's the same, it's what we talked last week. It's Giddy is in the league, and teams the team knew it, knew it, knew there was a problem, and did nothing. So yeah, they don't they don't really care about this. We well, I was yeah, I was talking to discussed. talking to you away from the pod about uh, Mason Greenwood for Manchester United. Um, yeah, exactly. Similar similar kind of idea and. Manchester United were trying to reintegrate him back into the squad and the, there was a bit of a fans revolt about it and the pressure yeah, built up true. pressure built up in the club and they eventually um they've shipped him out so um well, he's still know, playing the thing is he's still playing somewhere else yeah so maybe not no, I know it just just shows it just shows you that the kind of fans can make a difference in these kind of things you know reputational damage for a franchise or a club was is is yeah, quite a big thing, you know. It's gonna it's gonna hit the money men. Um, so you know that's you know these guys that own these franchises and clubs. So that's all they care about at the end of the day is whether they get paid and whether they make money. So if they're getting it hit in the um, in the pocket, then then they, they'll do whatever's necessary to protect themselves. So. Um, it's kind of sad to think of it like that, but it's just modern modern life, you know. It's all these billionaires care about. It's the money, yeah. It's it's absolutely the money. Um, and then they'll, they'll pretend they'll pretend they made a moral decision, but then and make it and spin no, it. In they, a have, way. they have help. They have they've seen a psychiatrist or seen a psychologist, whatever, and uh, they. Um, They've found a help and they're a different person until they do it again. Um, yeah. But yeah, back to Nick. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. Back to, to, to some Nicks. Um, was there... I went over some of the negatives this week. Uh, probably, we can probably, if to, to RJ and Mitchell, not uh, Mitchell Robinson not being up to par for what we've seen this week, we can probably add Emmanuel Quickly, who had a couple of bad games as well. Um, him and, and RJ getting uh, benched at back to back fourth quarters, not having good games. Uh, they're both struggling. I don't. I don't think it's because of one another struggling. I think they're actually just the two of them not finding the the the, the net as they uh, as they should find the basket, and it hurts the second unit a, a bit. But thankfully, Divincenzo and Josh Hart are coming up at the right time, or they, this would be. A very different uh, week instead of three well three oh we probably went uh, one and two like uh, no you said two and one uh, being Mister Negative um, yeah but started other than these three or yeah you 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 climbed up a bit that's true um, so besides these uh, negative points do you think there's some other negative from this week or you just uh, you turned your your uh, your frown upside down. Well, yeah, obviously happy with it. I mean, obviously the big negative of the week is the the Scotland European Championship draw. Um, but uh, I'm just living in my own suffering uh, there. But that's for another another day. Um, no, wait, so... no, no. You you brought you brought it up, so you need to. We need to clarify what's happening here. Just so, <sighs> so let me introduce it. Basically. Alex, uh, convinced in the family, just decided, let's go to the Euros, the football Euros, to Germany. Oh, not the family. I'm going on my own. <laughs> You're going on your own. Yeah, okay. Sorry. So, uh, so time, time away from family. I've, never been, I've not been away from my kids for more than one night 
in their life. Um, so I've managed to convince um, the wife that I can have three days in Germany next summer to, to support Scotland to qualified for the European Championships. And uh, there's just one so problem. We, there's one problem yeah. with the plan. Yeah, there's always a problem when Scotland are involved. What is it, Ralph? <laughs> I can't stop laughing. You tell it. I I'm gonna laugh too hard. So I know it's me. Me and my friends get think, thinking that they that obviously as soon as as soon as the draw is made, all the prices of the flights and the accommodation are gonna go skyrocketing. So we gambled. And we booked, well, I've booked anyway, flights to go out on the Wednesday and come back on the Sunday. And there was only one combination out of 24 in the draw that meant that Scotland are now playing on the Wednesday and playing on the Sunday. Therefore, I'm missing both games <laughs> because I'm flying in as the game is going on and then I'm flying out as, this, as the, the other game's going on. <laughs> It's absolutely ridiculous. So, so Alex, gonna still be you're there. flying. You're gonna still be there. So you're flying. Yeah. Well, you get that. Yeah. But you're flying to Germany to yeah. see Scotland in the Euros, and you won't even be able to see the games live. No. In the stadium, in you won't the be able to see them live. You you won't be able able to see them because you're commuting to the places. You're you're flying there and back from there. So how do people can on play on a train or in an airport? Yeah. They they could just see well, in the worst case scenario, they play three games and you won't be able to see two of them properly. No. That's true Scott's luck, man. That's I'll be, that's I'll, I'll be, I'll be watching on my phone in an airport or on a train somewhere. <laughs> in Germany. <laughs> I'm only, in the same country this could only happen to somebody Scottish. This is just the most Scottish thing that's ever happened. Um, oh, it's yeah. so great! It's so <laughs> great. I, I'm so glad we can uh, we can so share I'm, this I'm, story. And coincidentally, I might be able to go and see Tur uh, Turkey play Portugal. So there you go. There, yeah, you I'll, can see I'll Ronaldo for a bit jealous. So, yeah. <laughs> it's well, the bad luck is. Uh, uh, similar so probably you'll you'll feel right at home yeah. um that's why we both support the knicks uh yeah misery continues yeah exactly <laughs> uh so speaking of knicks any negative for the knicks games are you just you just so aggravated with this uh flying no. germany thing <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, still raw. They um no, no. I mean, next wise, um, I'd complained a, a last week about uh, a little bit about tips, you know, taking time for adjustments and things not moving fast enough. I think we've seen a big improvement in that this week. Um, you know, I think yeah, there does seem to be an issue. I, I, you mentioned quickly and RJ quickly. I think's been very up and down. You know, he's had good games, bad games, but. RJ, since he's come back from that that migraine issue, is I would say he's had solid games. I would say he's had good or great games. Um, yeah, yeah. Scoring wise, bad games, but yeah. he's been able to good defense help out. Yeah, in some different ways that he has yeah. has done, and it that's important to do as well. What 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 I hope it's nothing to do with is 
you know, and it has been mentioned before around the time he had the migraines that that there is a knee issue going on. Um, yeah, I, I don't know because remember you had to, had the awkward landing just before he went out um, uh, with the migraines. So hoping there's nothing lingering there. Um, RJ does seem to go in these kind of weird slumps and then sudden goes on a run of great games. He often, you know, posts something but making adjustments to shooting with Drew Hanlon and then suddenly everything will be rosy again. Yeah, so let's let's hope that's the case, you know. <laughs> also having obviously a bit of a break it. since the Raptors game is, is gonna help as well. He did post something with Drew Allen after uh, I don't know what game it was, but he was uh, working on it. I mean He's been averaging like 16 points these last few games where he's struggling. I mean, I know we we wanted more from him, like the first games he was playing, scoring 25 and 24 and 25, but he's still giving us those points, which is good. But he missed um, that finishing ability he showed in the first couple of games, the first stint, basically, before he uh, got the migraines. He was, well, he was a different RJ. But I don't know in what in a, if it's somewhat tighter or not because those uh, first few games is where Brunson and Randall weren't really uh, all into it yet, especially uh, Randall, who take yeah. who took uh, steps back from it, and uh, yeah, now he's finally he's getting more of the ball. Randall is, has the, the ball more. Brunson has the ball more. And you've seen RJ when he has the ball kind of forces the shots again. I don't know if having less touches hurts them because he forces the shots he takes. Even with the second unit, he doesn't feel as with the second unit, he doesn't feel as engaged. I think you you talked about the rotations, and I feel like sometimes the rotations don't 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 help him. Game against Toronto, he scores the f- seven points, seven straight points. Uh, Brunson had a, I think he had, the Knicks had 11 points and he had seven mm-hmm. and he was playing well. Everybody was saying, okay, this is the game he's going against Toronto at home. He's going to mm. go all out. And that substitution, that five minute mark substitution to take him out, no matter how, he, how he's playing. I think it, that substitution right there took him a bit out of the game because he was making shots. He made the three pointer. He made a couple of baskets inside, and I think he had a couple of free throws as well. So he was doing it and then stopped being able to do it. I think those some sometimes that substitution does not help him. If the, he's a rhythm guy, we, we you talk about the slump, so he's a, a rhythm guy. If you stop his rhythm, I, I, I rarely saw RJ like having a rhythm, playing well, or getting into the rhythm, getting subbed out and getting subbed in back into that rhythm. Rarely he, does he do that. So I don't think these sometimes substitutions doesn't, don't, don't help them. Especially, it didn't help them with the, the Raptors. I mean, he had he missed easy shots. It's not a, it's not uh, just uh, excuses for him uh, because he, he he missed dunks, he missed easy layups, he, he, his shot is not falling anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and we knew his 45% from three was was not sustainable, but maybe yeah. hit a couple more. Yeah, we knew he was not sustainable, but but yeah. So the rotations are working because we're winning games. You can't deny it. But maybe somewhat change the guy who's 
can who can rest first. That's my 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 thing. If Randall is playing well, obviously keep Randall. If Brunson is playing well more than and Randall is having a stinker, maybe rest him beforehand. Because uh, we saw, I don't, I don't even remember what game it was. Was it against the the Heat, where I think it was where it was quickly RJ and Brunson who took over the game, hmm. and Tibbs adjusted there. And Tibbs adjusting. Randall didn't have a, a great game there offensively. He was turning the ball over and everything, so he adjusted and let other guys uh, get in rhythm. And Randall sat longer, so you can make a guy stay out there longer as well if 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 it's needed it's it's just it's yeah. not a go all out against tibbs it's just the little little things that he i think can help some players uh improve or stay in rhythm no definitely and i think um that's kind of what i was getting at before was that i, th I think you know tibbs would love that kind of top heavy team where you know, he's got his set stars and he's got his set kind of rotations and he knows what he's getting from all these guys. But the Knicks are a wee bit weird team in that respect. You know, they've got like 10, 11, 12, you know, solid, reliable NBA players, you know. And I think when you've got a team like that with no kind of superstar and no like Brunson's kind of pushing to that level. But... I think, you know, I think when things aren't working, you know, you have other guys that can step in and, and do a job. Look at look at what DiVincenzo has been doing this last week, you know, a guy that we're all happy that he was just this solid guy off the bench that would give you a little bit here and there. Well, look, he comes in, he's red hot. Well, he stays in the game and, you know, has a, has a kind of career night. Well, great, that's exactly what you want these guys to be. We've got these... Uh, we talked about Big 15, well, it's maybe, I, I would say, like a big kind of nine at the moment, let's say. But not all teams have that, you know. A lot of teams have, you know, a, you know, a kind of big three, four guys and then not much underneath that. Um, just kind of scrapping about when guys are on the bench, they're just trying to hold the score and not, and not, not lose too much. But, you know, Knicks have guys, you know, Hart, you know, DiVincenzo, all these, you know, Hartenstein, you know, quickly. Guys that, you know, you step in and you think, I'm confident that we can kind of keep at this level or, or or continue to, you know, improve. So um, I don't think there's anything wrong with just saying, look, it's not your night. Let, let's let's see what one of these other guys can do. Um, and yeah, RJ sat, you know, Randall sat at times, and that's great to see the tips is yeah. kind of going down that route now. And yeah, I, th I, I don't think that should hurt the conference too much. I think the overall, um, hopefully, the kind of overall picture that he's giving to the roster is like we're a playoff team now. Do you know what happens in the regular season is just all about racking up wins. Do you know and how we get there doesn't matter if you have days, if you have games where you're only playing twenty minutes. Okay, fine. Okay, you you have a you have another game where you're playing forty minutes, and you know. The, the the team's now got to be thinking about the big picture and thinking about you know what can we do to get to the playoffs now um that kind of scrapping away just oh play your best players 48 minutes so that we you know get enough wins to get into the playoffs that's how our mindset should change now we should now be thinking yeah like getting towards the playoffs and yeah we can rest guys we can play guys when they're off nights because we have this deep roster so why not use these guys, you know, when they're hot 
you know, I'm not saying use them every night. Everybody plays 20 minutes or 30 minutes or whatever. Just, you know, if guys are hot, keep them in. And if guys are cold, you know, sit them down. Um, so I'd like to see more of that. Yeah, if, he, if, if it continues and we have players, I mean, I understand that Julius Randle is not a guy you can sit for the entire fourth quarter or uh, longer periods because he's your only power forward. Doesn't matter if Josh Hart's playing minutes there, if Randall, if RJ helps there or whatever, he needs to play because of his highs. He, he rebounds the ball, so we need that. I, I mean, we again, again, the, the game against the Heat, we saw RJ taking a bit of that role, rebounding and playing uh, the defense as well. But we know, uh, well, we don't want Randall for his defense because we know about his uh, uh, body language there. Right, right. Body language, yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, we we need his presence there, and I get that he's uh, a guy who's gonna play. And Brunson, who's uh, who's made enough plays to to be able to play through mistakes. Basically, it's a guy with uh, where Brunson is right now, and RJ quickly and RJ quickly mainly, uh, and Grimes as well. They don't have that. They make mistakes. They don't play well. They don't finish games. They don't. They don't. Uh, fin- other guys were playing better. Finish. And I, uh, if this continues, I mean, because I we we all saw last yes the year uh, R J didn't finish many didn't, didn't finish many games. Didn't close out many games. Josh Hart was always closing with, uh, with the uh, the games. So um, and he started closing the games. This season, he stopped. He's, he didn't close these last two games. Let's see if this happened quickly. He didn't close them as well. The chances started closing. Let's see if there's this rotation keeps with closing the best unit, the best teams uh, closing the games. I would be, I would be happy for that adjustment made for, from uh, by Tom Thibodeau. And but speaking the, of adjustments, just, oh, sorry, before, just, okay, just just be careful. Sorry, the, with DiVincenzo and. Uh, you know, when somebody's running hot like that, I know everybody's clamoring for putting them in the starting lineup and things. But sometimes when you when you've got momentum like that, don't change anything. Do you know, like if Divincenzo's coming in at a certain point of the game, he's you know, he, you know, he's he's doing this. Just keep it the same. Do you know, like um, yeah, by all means, yeah, play don't... increase his minutes once he's in. But I don't know, st- starting somebody when they're cut, start used to be coming off the bench that can sometimes upset their rhythm a wee bit. So, I, I, you know, I don't think there's any reason to change things right now. Other than, he's you, playing, know, you know. He's playing around him. 20 minutes. He's playing around 20 minutes, and I think he he's doing it okay. I mean, he's uh, he plays well. I think he played more against, yeah, he played 22 against the Raptors, so it's around 20 minutes. Uh, Josh Hart yeah. plays more. He plays around 30. Um, yeah, so... It, it, well, He's, he plays more minutes than uh, uh, Quentin Grimes. Quentin Grimes is around 20 as well because he's been really struggling with that part of offense that we need as well. Uh, mm-hmm. That's why the conversation is start Dante DiVincenzo for Quentin Grimes. Uh, we discussed this last week as well. Let's not change, not, let's not change anything. Um, and speaking of change, I hate having to talk about this again. I think we talked about this this season like a, a couple of weeks ago, but the, the rumors started heavily because apparently the Mar de Rosen chose the Knicks as a um, team to be traded to. 
And that how do how do you feel, Alex? Demar Derozan. Do you think he's the the answer for the ISO 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 team? Yeah, he's he's not the answer. Look, I I'm a I'm a admittedly a Toronto Raptors sympathizer. Um, if if there's any team in the league, I'm not calling them a second team. I'm calling a sympathizer. Um, you know, he, I loved him. I loved him in Toronto. He was a brilliant player. Um, but yeah, you you only took that franchise so far, and you know, obviously, as soon as he came out, we got they got Kawhi in and huge upgrade. There, you could see the obvious difference. So, on the Spurs, again, he's he, he's a really good player. I think people are quite snooty about him, and he he's brilliant at what he does, basically. But he has flaws. Um, and obviously his age and he's you know going to be needing a new contract soon he plays the same position same style as you know at least one or two players on on the team so you know unless you're swapping them out for them then it's it's going to just become more of a log jam at that kind of position i i don't really see the point uh, to be perfectly honest um i just yeah i've always loved his game but but just yeah, I'd, I'd like to just admire him from afar on another team. Um, I, I think the criticism of his game has just gone too far. But yeah, he's, he, I just don't think he's right for the Knicks. You know, I, I'd be I'd be really surprised if they made a big move for him. I think uh, Chicago is definitely a team that you could target for picking up. Um, kind of uh, bargains not necessarily Knicks but I think other teams you know uh, you know my favourite word about vultures do you know that we talked about last year I think there'd be a lot of I think there's a lot of teams circling the bulls right now and and seeing whether they can pick up like Vucevic and and uh, DeRozan and Levine obviously as well has been linked all over the place so um yeah, I think they're one to watch. Uh, if they're going to blow it up, it's going to be absolutely insane. Um, I was thinking about this earlier because um, the Bulls, if they, say the Bulls decided to tank this season, you know, they've got they've yeah. got Lonzo Ball, they've got uh, Vucevic, they've got DeRozan, they've got um, Levine. That's a lot of salary, a lot of big players to move. Um Going to have to yeah, get these guys absolutely. off the roster. Um, if you're going to turn over that roster, it's going to take a massive effort, um, huge trades. Um, so that, that it's going to be so interesting to see that. You know how can they turn it? Can they turn that on its head that quickly? Um, I never liked the big moves that they made. I, I didn't like the, the Vucevic deal at the time. Um, you can see how Orlando's kind of turned their whole roster around um after after going a different way from him. So um I'm not even totally convinced by Lonzo Ball. I know obviously injuries is unfortunate, but yeah, didn't really like that deal at the time either. Um Levine never been convinced by Levine either. Um although again I think like DeRozan, I think I think people are a little bit snooty about him because mainly because of the contract he's on. But as a player, he's a good player. Um, 
So yeah, I, I think they've just got so many issues. It's it's so fun to watch because nobody really likes the Bulls outside the Bulls fans. So so yeah, I'm I'm enjoying that one. Enjoying that one. Not anymore. Not anymore. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't think Demar Derozan is the answer to the Knicks. I don't think he's a guy who is gonna. Uh, I don't think he's gonna help us. I mean, he's talented. Don't get me wrong. That's not the issue. He's a talented individual, a talented player. But I don't think he's going to be that good for the Knicks. He, he, he wouldn't improve the Knicks that well, if if he improved the Knicks. Because the trade, obviously, the, the most trade uh, we, we the most obvious trade we look at is trading RJ for the Rosen. Or what what I read, Grimes and picks for the Rosen and slide RJ into the to the, to the two. I don't see that team. Well, imagine if that trade went through. Imagine just uh, Grimes and picks for him for DeRozan. I don't think it would, but whatever. Um, Brunson, who is a ISO heavy player, RJ ISO heavy, DeRozan ISO heavy, Randall ISO heavy. How would that even work? Even if it's RJ going going away, if if RJ to Bulls and we get the Rosa, it's still ISO 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 players. It's still that, still the same thing. I, I read about the trade being Julius Randle to the Chicago Bulls and bringing the Rosa up, so he's big. He can guard the big guys. That doesn't. That makes even less sense. Oh, in terms of players from the Bulls to to the Knicks, as much as I don't like him, Zach Levine would make more sense than Demar Derozan because he can. Levine cannot lose shoot at three; it's a three point shooter. Derozan is not. Derozan attempts basically no threes. He attempts. This is a this is the second highest, or uh, right now the second highest, the third highest. Um, Three points attempt per game this season is season the third season highest. He attempts three, so he attempts 2.3, 2.5 a game, which is nothing. It's not what we need. Yeah, I mean, he's uh, never had that in his game, really. Yeah, he he's, never had, and he, yeah, he won't very now. Three or 34. He's a, I mean, he's you said it. I mean, in Toronto, it's no disrespect, but. He was the star of that team, or one of the stars of that team in Toronto, and they needed to trade him to win a title. They couldn't yeah. win a title with the Rosa. So the Knicks wouldn't win a title with him as well. I mean, this, this this is this might this might annoy Omar a little bit, but I I think there's more parallels with you know Randall in New York. You know, he's that kind of guy that's you know he's raised the floor. You know, he's he, he kind of took the franchise because Toronto, Toronto were a joke at a time in the same way the Knicks were and DeRozan amongst others, uh, but DeRozan mainly, um, you know, raised them up to, to, to a respectable level, you know, brought the kind of good times back a little bit, but enough. And then they reached a pretty low ceiling and then, yeah, it just is. I think, I think with Randall, it's going to get to a point where it's just like, well, Either he adapts his role and drops down the pecking order as to 
to to how he's perceived and within the roster, or you know, he gets shipped out and and we say thank you very much for for getting to to where we've got to, but we need to move on uh, with players with higher ceilings and players that can take us to finals and championships and so on. Yes, it's true. In it, sorry, I agree Omar. with you. It's. Uh... <laughs> I think Omar, in deep down, he knows that. Uh, I mean, I know that about RJ Barrett. I don't think he's going to win us the title. So I know that, but I still love the guy. Um, mm, sure. But yeah, the DeMar DeRozan. Here's a question uh, for you, Omar. Sorry. Is... Omar, so, oh my God, sorry. <laughs> Omar, God. So, oh, Jesus. Oh my God. I need to go to bed. Right. Um, the. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was going to say, what what would what would you do if Obi and Cam like say RJ got traded to? Uh, I would be toxic. Celtic. I would. I would, I would embrace toxic Knicks. Yeah, I will tell you the moment the New York Knicks trade RJ Barrett, I will embrace toxicity. I will embrace. I will change my demeanor. <laughs> I will t- I'm telling you, I'm telling this right here right now. Okay. I will embrace the hate. I will ha- ask for Leon Rose's head. I will ask for everybody's head. It's, would you would you become a a, a a Celtics fan or a... No, no. no what what no. team what team do you uh, hate the most in the league, Rafa? The Celtics. Celtics, right. So everything uh, everything uh, Boston I just don't like. I don't know. I don't. It's, it's got to do with Toronto, with the with the Maple Leafs, basically. So it, it, it just RJ winning a chip in, in in Boston. I would be happy for him. I would be happy <laughs> for him, but yeah. Would you? It, you I, would go on full on toxic and you know uh, post you, his box scores just, after you, every game. Yeah, absolutely. I, no, I would post his box scores and post a negative. Twit, twit, Nick's thing. Look, you, we traded RJ for this guy. Look at this guy missing this wide open shot, and it's literally Jokic or whatever. Uh, yeah, um, yeah. RJ, RJ for Porzingis. Oh my god. Um, because <laughs> you just know, man. I can, I can just feel it. Yeah. All the either Randall. Or RJ, because it, it, the two names are who are more uh, talked about to be traded because it's to pair them up with Julian, Julian Brunson, uh, Julius Brunson. Um, it's catching. That would be a nice. That would be a nice small forward. Uh, yeah. Um, that either of those guys, you just know the moment they sh- return from and then uh, to the to New York, in an opposing team. They would just light up. They, they would just light up the card. You you know it. Julius Randle would go for fifty. RJ Barrett would go for fifty. You just know that that would happen. They would be they would be destroying the Knicks in, in that game. They, they I can feel it already. I I know it. That, that would happen. So I'm trying to delay that. Uh, the inevitable. Um, yeah. It's speaking of delaying the inevitable. Uh, we have important games coming up, like playoff games coming up, and it's the 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 big game against the Bucks. When are the Bucks in the NBA? Exactly, and we as Knicks fans know a lot about going home. 
in the yeah. playoffs. Uh, well, we know about staying home more, to be honest, last couple of years. Um, but yeah, we play the Milwaukee Bucks for the NBA in-season tournament. Uh, well, to qualify you... for Vegas, to go to Vegas. Yeah, exactly. To qualify to Vegas. It's... I don't, I don't know what to think, but what do you think of this? How, how are you feeling? Are you, are you back to being positive, or are we are we continuing to the tournament? This, yeah, the tournament, the Knicks winning, yeah. winning it all. What do you? Everything do you is know, possible. I, I started off at, uh, as kind of a bit of old old man shouting at cloud type thing about this in season tournament, and certainly the the some of the crazy courts that they've got. Um, I tell you, the, the, the jerseys I've, I've always liked. I think a lot of the jerseys are really nice. Um, uh, the next one I've been kind of up and down on, but some of the other teams' jerseys are really nice. I really like them. Uh, the courts have been very hit and miss, I think, but as so, somebody um, has been talking to me about that, you know, it's got to be something different, you know, and they've they've gone particularly on the courts to be really different to what the the kind of normal regular season courts are, and that's done on purpose because they want this tournament to stand out. They don't because they've got the thing about the games aligning with the regular season. They've got to do something kind of really outlandish to kind of make it stand out and say, "Ah, right, I'm watching a in-season tournament game here. I'm not watching the regular season." And that kind of perspective kind of changes things for me. And I've kind of grown to grown to like it. I like the next court. At first, I saw way too much orange for a start. A little bit like me tonight. I know we're not on YouTube, but yeah, too much orange for me. But the um, yeah, I, I like the next court and some of the other ones as well. Some of them are terrible, but I, I kind of at least appreciate they're trying something different marketing-wise. Um, the win and go home, they're obviously trying to feed into the, the March Madness uh, style tournament, trying to create a kind of frenzy that kind of way. Um, one loss and you're out. And yeah, I'm all for it. And They're trying to align it with cup competitions and soccer and, you know... It it might take a few years to take to take proper hold, but I think in general, I think just reading kind of comments on Twitter, I think people are coming around to it. And think certainly once the the Vegas thing starts, I think it will be it'll be great. I think they probably should have done the Vegas thing for the whole knockout round. Um, I actually thought it was quite funny that uh, I don't know if you saw quickly getting interviewed after the. Um, after the last game, and he thought he was going to Vegas uh, by getting through. Um, but then uh, I think it was Rebecca Harlow had to say, no, no, you've got another game before you go to Vegas. And he's like, all right, okay. Players don't even know, man. Players don't even know what, what what's happening. It's I, I love it. Players don't have... Yeah. I love so, the I mean, hype yeah, videos. It's about all over the, the place. The they make, man. Yeah. Embrace the chaos. Yeah, I was just uh, going to say that the, the hype videos they make, it's just the players do, don't say anything special. This, they all say the same with different words. It's just not, they're not no. hyped for this, basically. No. Um, now, I have a question. Apart, apart from Josh this, Hart, who's getting a new watch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
my God. This game against the Bucks. Yeah. Does it count for the regular season? Yes. Because because the, the teams they know they were gonna play this game. So what happens the rest of the schedule? I have no idea what happens. What they just take off a game against the Bucks from later? Is that it? Yeah. It, it, I have it, no idea. No, we we're now playing the Bucks five times because, because it's, so it's, we're okay. We're and the games in Vegas. Yeah, the games in Vegas really also count. No, I think once you get to Vegas, then it's stand. Oh, they don't. Again. They don't yeah. count. Okay, so yeah. Please throw me throw me a, a lifeguard here. I I have no idea what counts to the regular season anymore. Yeah, uh, I have no idea. But okay, that, this that, game against probably, the Bucks. You're telling me. Yeah, that's probably why they okay. couldn't take the whole the whole knockout round to Vegas was that uh, taking too many games away from the regular season. But um, yeah, so this one counts towards regular season. Yeah, as far as I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Okay. So reliably, I will believe you. You're not very reliable. So uh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so so much by that for that. Um, so okay, I mean, we're playing the Bucks again. Uh, it's kind of weird that we get to the group stage to play the same team, the team in the same group we were in in the quarterfinals. I don't really like that. Maybe we could you could have mixed up with another yeah. team from the uh, another group from the East, but whatever. Um, yeah, we're playing the Bucks, the only team that beat us in this uh in season tournament. Are you, I think, I think you. Obviously, we have a shot to win, to beat the Bucks. Um, the, the, the games we had, the game, the game we had with them was close game. We lost by five points um, with no RJ Barrett and Jalen Brunson, who had uh, not Jalen Brunson, sorry, uh, Josh Hart, who had six points in the starting lineup. So, yeah. So it was the only breaking, good game by Quentin Grimes, by the way. Breaking news, Rafa. Only oh the champion. God. Only the championship game does not count towards the regular season. There you go. Well, so why? Even if we get past the Bucks, then it's still a regular season game in the in the semi-finals. But why? I think it's just what? so that there's I mean, not too many games. Do you know? It's just. It's but it, it it's one game. Like what? Why? Why? Yeah. How does that make sense? Yeah. Is it because it's okay. the same div- the, the the conference? Yeah, I, have like, no, I okay. mean, it's just, it, it, yeah. This is so weird. NBA, just please as fix far this. As I understand, it's, my head. it's incredibly complicated to work out the regular season schedule as it is, and then um, you know if you, you add you, games in, in the middle of it, it's. Insert insert a new tournament where one of the games doesn't count towards regular season, and then depending on who you're playing, because you don't know who you're going to be matched up against, then that's going to throw out the rest of the schedule. Yes, oh yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure they've got some kind of computer algorithm that can that can calculate all the yeah the different scenarios. They better. I I sure can't. 
I mean, it's uh, if it's you making those scenarios, the Knicks would get screwed. So please don't yeah, make any say, scenarios, it, Alex. Please. It's, it's lucky there's no Scottish representative in in this tournament. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would be screwed. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, it's funny. Uh, I just remembered you were talking about how I uh, team, the team I did like the most is the Celtics, and if the Portuguese player in the NBA is playing for the Celt the Celtics, playing for the Celtics because Porzingis is injured. So, mm. yay! Thanks, Porzingis, one last time. Yeah. Um, yeah. So next week we can play one game, or we can play a couple more. Let's hope for a couple more. Yeah. Uh, if we beat the Bucks and go to Las Vegas to have a, a... I don't know. How would you feel if the Knicks win the NBA in season tournament? Would you be happy with it? Or was it just like, eh, it, it, okay, we want a thing. Something. Well, I yeah, know. I think I, th I think you just said the ultimate ultimate phrase, they won a thing. You know, <laughs> this is a franchise that hasn't won anything for 50 years, Rafa. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, I know, but it's... NBA in-season tournament. You know, if the Knicks win this, this tournament would end because everybody, everybody would make fun of this award because uh, of this tournament because the Knicks won. They were trashing yeah. the, uh, the the point differential thing. They were first of all they were applauding it because it's a different thing in the NBA. I love it. The Knicks took advantage of it and went through. Uh, to the quarterfinals, and it's in that point differential thing is rubbish. Here, here's so, a I don't know. Here's a big picture take for you. Oh god, the Knicks. I'm ready. The Knicks, the Knicks in their style of play. What would you What would you say their style of play was? The Knicks, if you had to kind of give a Ours? very, uh, you know, a high level kind of description of what the Knicks style of play is. Oh my god, a style of play. Yeah, pray if you and pray. To, if you had no, but if you had to describe how the Knicks play to a, to okay. a new yeah. person, okay, so they play a it, it's a hard style, basically. Mm -hmm. You physical style, mm -hmm. you play a lot of physical defense, and offensively, the players use the bodies as well. So it's something to tire out the other opponents. And uh, while we get baskets, we don't get easy baskets, and we don't allow other teams to get easy baskets. So, use, using a using a soccer okay. analogy, would you not say okay. that kind of team was suited to a cup competition? <laughs> a scrappy, I knew, you know, I knew. high hard, uh, well coached yeah. team for winning one off games just to. Oh. Well coached. Well, yeah, yeah. Where not necessarily the team with the best quality wins the series. Like, see, when you're playing a seven seven game series in the playoff, usually the quality kind of wins out in the end. But when you're in a one off you game, are, you are calling to my memories of the year uh, football of soccer football yeah. Euro 2016, where Portugal won and we sucked. Uh, tremendously yeah. uh, for playing football. Uh, Greece, yeah. I mean, Greece who, who obviously don't don't even <laughs> don't even don't even don't even. But again, it's, it's like memories, Greece, uh, a team, a team yeah. with no stars and just scrapped the way to the scrapped the way to time. Denmark, I mean, no, back in '92. No one knows about this, Alex. No one knows about this, Alex. Yeah, no one I know. No one just, follows. 
but yeah, I, I get I get it. I get it. And yes, and to your point, yes, it's a one-off game. It's we can get these games. We can win these games, and we can beat the Bucks because this is the this is a one-off game, and it it does not have that big game feel. You know, mm-hmm. it doesn't have that big game feel. Teams don't know what to expect from this. Don't know how to the fans react to this even because there there won't be any parades. Obviously not a parade. Imagine because it's not that big of a deal. Yeah, and people don't know how to act because it's something new. But uh, Rafa, Rafa, but we, yeah, had, we had we had we had broad Broadway was locked down because we won one playoff game against the Hawks. Remember that? I do. I also remember how that happened. How that ended. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah, you're you're right. I mean, people would would be happy, but at the same time, people still don't know how to think about this. I think that that final game and that, that final day of uh, the group stage really got people invested into it because they were seeing teams playing to go through. I mean, the Knicks just jack- jacking up threes mm. just to get that point differential even bigger. And the Celtics trying to get the po- their point differential bigger as well. And teams just fighting to get to be in this uh, and move on in the tournament. I mean, and uh, arguing with the, the, the coaches arguing. Did you see that on the bench? Yeah, uh, exactly. I mean, it's he had to explain. He's like, "Look, we need we need the points. We forget your kind of respect and dribbling the ball about until the time clock runs out. You, we we need the extra points." So, I mean, yeah, it the team did want that is kind of. I mean, the team needs the points, needs to win. So the other guy getting mad at it. I mean, come on, just it's. The team needs the points, so you're going to score more goals. It's like uh, how was it? it was uh, um, two years ago. No, it was last year. What, what I'm talking about? Um, it's, again, to soccer. Benfica was playing uh, Austria, Vienna, a team from Austria, obviously, and we needed to score five or more to finish top of the group uh, to PSG. And PSG was. Uh, Drawing the game. Oh no, they they were yeah they were drawing the game. They went ahead, so they got on top of us, and the Benfica play just went for the goals. I mean, they were comfortable leading three 0 but they just went for three more, and they just ended up scoring three more and finished top of the group because they needed the goals. So, I mean, the other team didn't get mad, it, but it's it's a mentality thing. It it, it yeah. normally isn't. If the Something point, if the teams it. Because it doesn't matter in a regular season game if you win by 20, if you win by 30, if you win by one, it doesn't matter. Yep. In the indie and but in the NBA in season tournament, it does matter. So if well, it does matter, maybe teams step okay, I, I will ah, the other team should stop playing, should stop scoring as much because they're up 25, and so they will embarrass us. They embarrass us. So maybe. Maybe the team down twenty five tries to get it more respectable. Yeah. The team that's losing doesn't care about the NBA in season tournament. But well, you can make it respectable. Yeah. Well, so, lots lots, it, lots of people complain about the the kind of the regular season just dragging on, and you know, there's periods of time in the regular season when nothing's happening and boring and things like that. 
So the NBA introduced a tournament which makes people think differently. The courts are different. The jerseys are different. You're suddenly worried about points and all this kind of stuff. You're like, great. It's getting people talking. It's getting people thinking differently and excited about games and suddenly watching the, you know, the kind of the scoreboard and things like that. And, you know, I'm, yeah, I've done a bit of a 180 on it. I'm, I'm all for it. Um, yeah, it's, I, I think if it's it did, entertaining. If it didn't, if it didn't count towards the regular season record, then I'm sure I would think differently. But I think because you've got that in your back pocket that it still counts towards regular season record, I think that's 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 the uh, the winner for me. So I'm all for just trying something a wee bit different. It's just, I I agree with you with the 180 on the uh, the, the NBA season tournament the games. Uh, Maybe not the first few, but the last game against the Hornets. I mean, we were up big, and the game was still interesting. How many times? I mean, at least for me, it's like three and three a.m. heading into the fourth quarter, and we're up by twenty or down by twenty, and I'm just watching the game because oh, I'm up. Let's just watch the freaking game. It's screw it. But this game made it interesting. I was up late and I was still getting interested in, with this game because it was well will we go through will won't we go through so okay it made things interesting at least and uh, I agree with you it it, it, it it's uh my heart changed a bit with this it's not my first my uh, my um my favorite part of the season what at least um maybe just it just it's something different. It's I'll say just like I, this. I, I think. I think it's good as well getting it out of the way at the moment. You know when there is this kind of. You know the we're not starting to think about playoffs and things like that in in the second half of the year. I think having it now is 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 the kind of perfect time to do it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. That's the thing. Yeah, and this season, this part of the season normally is a little bit boring. Uh, I know that are, I was thinking. Injury, I know that any any injuries can clear up before the playoffs as well. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Um, so we talked about this for many, many, many minutes. Do you think the Knicks go through onto Vegas? What do you think? Are the Knicks going to win win it all? Are they gonna just go to Vegas, have a walk? Or uh, they won't even go to Vegas. What are, what are your predictions for the for, for this week? Well, I, I mean, after that build up, I mean, I've get I guess we've got to I've got to back the win. But you know, I've been I've been sticking up for the Bucks on Twitter this week. You know, not just our um, interactions with UK Bucks, but the you know they're a team that are kind of a bit up and down, a bit all over the place. Dame especially has not quite clicked with Janis yet. You can see the, oh, the. I mean, the, you can you can you can imagine the potential that those two have as as a pairing. You know, as soon as they were put together, you were thinking, well, if that clicks, then it, they're going to be pretty much unstoppable. People forget about Middleton as well. Yeah, Middleton's been out for a bit, um, but when he's firing, he's an all star. You got Brooke Lopez, one of the best rim protectors in the game. Do you know they've? I just des- I described them as having two superstars and two stars. Do you know? And 
I, I stand by that, you know, and you know, if 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 you think Dame's not a superstar, then he's a very, 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 very high functioning star. Do you know, like he's he's that just a tier below. Um so you know, I think some of the issues have come from the fact that they've got a bit of an you know inexperienced coach uh, new to the team. I think they're still working a few things out system wise. I think um, you know there's the obvious issues with Dame and his defense. You know they've gone from Drew Holiday, who's one of the well, if not the best uh, defensive guard in the league, um, to Dame, who just doesn't seem to care in defense. You know it's all about one one way. Um, um, but you know, if that, as I say, that's good, it's going to click eventually, and hopefully not by uh, tomorrow, well, Tuesday night. Um, I think we've got, you know, we've got three games against the Bucks coming up, so I think this, you know, is the best time to play them. So, um, you know, they, True, yeah. I think they've got doubts themselves, do you know, and they're, they're not, as I say, they're not firing, so. You know why not? We're firing. Uh, we've that scrappy team, you know, and yeah, why not? Um, yeah, yeah. I think we're we can. Okay, let me just say it. Not full confidence, but some confidence. I think we're going to Vegas. I think we're going to experience the Vegas thing, and I think we're gonna learn from it because it's a, it will be a different atmosphere it'll be great to have these players in that atmosphere after making it to the second round being in this final four making being part of it i think would be i hope it, we go to we go to vegas and hope because we maybe reach that final game if, if we reach the final game we can win it all obviously but there, we have a chance clearly we if it's again it's a one-off game we have a chance. If it's a series, it's a different story. Like, like you said, in a scrappy team, the fighter team, we can uh, we can go all the way there. So, which is uh, exciting. I mean, it, yeah. Maybe it, it all ends up in flames. And next week we're uh, here talking badly because uh, Randall missed a shot, or Tibbs didn't make the rotations, or RJ was a bum. Um, let's hope not. And it's also it's also weird weird making predictions on one game <laughs> for the week. <laughs> so right. we don't we don't know what the other games are. So uh, yeah, I mean we can yeah we we could it's many teams many possible teams we can we can play against. So um, but yeah, it's good. To, it's only good teams now. I don't I I know we don't have a great a great record this season against uh, uh, above five hundred teams, but well, time to change it. Screw yeah. it. It's time to change it. Times to beat the box. Time to go to Vegas and bring in the NBA in-season tournament home. It's yeah. it's it's done. It, I said it. It's done. I I was trying not to say it, but it's done. I'm, I'm full positive. In the next week, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's it it's done. And RJ Barrett is scoring the game-winning shot. Uh, <laughs> pushing it too far. I know. Yeah. Graham's comeback game. There you go. That that's it. Mitchell Robinson triple double. Um. If we're speaking, if we're, yeah. Oh, and uh, we never we never actually mentioned the Eastern Conference Player of the Week as well, Julius Randle. Yeah, what a turnaround! Look, two weeks ago he was a bum. This yeah. week, yeah. yeah, this maybe, week yeah. he's the it was the Player of the Week. 
yeah. another a, a good notice a good news for uh, for Omar after you you talked about how the the Rosen and Art Randall were the same player. Um, <laughs> Uh, no. Once um, we get the once we get the Omar review um, uh, tomorrow morning, then uh, yeah, I'm, I'm waiting for his. Oh, uh, you're back in now, oh, so. you're gonna get killed. You're gonna get killed. I have, <laughs> I you took full responsibility in that comparison. Yeah, that I agree to. Um, yeah, we'll get we'll get him. On, why don't we get him on next week and he can have his right to reply then? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll I'll probably be off on that one because uh, he will be. Uh, You'll be full rant. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. Um, so yeah, this wraps up the the, the, the episode of the 70, 73rd episode of the Worldwide Next podcast. Thanks so much for listening. Um, thanks so much for interacting on Twitter with us uh, on Next with us. Just uh, shit housery, basically. Um, so yeah, uh, follow us on Twitter. Follow us on the Spotify. All that good stuff. Uh, let's keep in touch and uh, go next.